Tesla buys Bitcoin more stimulus support. No deal when it comes to Apple and electric vehicles. And is Datadog a buy? This is the Running With The Money podcast. Let's get into it. And the market continues to move higher today, moving to the upside with the Dow Jones up 197 points, NASDAQ up 87 points, and the S&P 500 up 20 points, all making new 52-week highs. Oh, and let's not leave out the Rust 2K up 34 points, but VIX is also running, which could be worrying. But it is just something to watch. Overall, the markets are higher and stocks are pushing higher. It seems the most pullback we're going to get is, well, what we got last week, but We have to talk about some of the biggest headlines of the day, and more specifically, Tesla buying Bitcoin. What do y'all think of that? Well, I can tell you what I think. Get rid of that cash and pick up some Bitcoin. I love it. I truly do. I do. And I think this was a great move by Tesla. And at the end of the day, a lot of large supporters um, of Tesla are coming out and saying this is a great move. All the while, these huge mega companies alongside Tesla, such as GM or Ford, are kind of like, what in the world is going on right now? Um, but Elon Musk has been a big supporter of cryptocurrency. And not only that, um, but he's been coming out and he's been lately talking a lot about Bitcoin or uh, Dogcoin, uh, Dogecoin, however you want to say it, Dogecoin, Dogcoin, I... <laughs> dog coin. I'm just going to call it dog coin. But either way, um, it has been quite fun to watch, quite interesting to see. Um, And he actually started to steer away a little bit from Bitcoin uh, about starting a week ago. And now we get this big announcement that Tesla has officially bought $1.5 billion in Bitcoin. Um, And not only that, but Tesla has noted that they're going to start accepting uh, Bitcoin as a payment method uh, for their products, which is awesome. So I guess if you want to go buy a car now, uh, you can go buy that with Bitcoin. This sent Bitcoin soaring. Uh, when I last checked, it was at 43000 At one point, I know it was at 44000 Um, So it did send Bitcoin up over 44000 And I expect Bitcoin will probably run much further now uh, from now on. But this is very exciting in my personal opinion. Um, And not only that, but I think it's a big step for Bitcoin. Um, And, you know, when it comes to Bitcoin, a lot of experts have been saying that, you know, these massive companies need to pick it up, put it on their balance sheet. Not only that, um, but people need to be able to like actually purchase legally stuff with Bitcoin, Um, not just, you know, those shady deals for maybe a fake ID uh, when it comes to uh, getting uh, something uh, with Bitcoin. Uh, So at the end of the day, now what we're seeing is you can actually get real products with Bitcoin. um, And I do think that is one of the reasons that Bitcoin Bitcoin is moving um, to the upside quite, uh, you know, well, just like a rocket ship right now. Uh, But, uh, you know, that is something to pay attention to. Uh, So definitely an interesting headline out of Tesla today. I'm excited to see what happens there. Um, A lot of the Tesla investors came out in full support of this and they said, you know, we want to look into it more, but this looks really good. Um, So that is exciting. Uh, Taking a look at the biggest analyst calls of the day, not much action on the street, um, but when it comes to some bigger ones, we got an upgrade on Target to buy from Stifle. Um, RBC raised its price target on Apple to 171 from 154. Some news on Apple in a minute. And then Bank of America downgrading Las Vegas Sands to neutral from buy. I think Las, Las Vegas Sands is a comeback play. Um, I definitely have, you know, haven't done a terrible amount of research on it, but it falls into that comeback play 
area um, is currently at 54 bucks per share, down 2% today. Um, you know, it definitely is way off its highs at 71. It's currently at 54. I definitely think it could be a comeback play. Obviously, Bank of America is not thinking the same thing, so it'll be interesting to see what happens there. Um, when it comes to stimulus, well, stimulus is still up in the air. Support is all over the place, um, but uh, just recently, about a week ago, according to CNBC, Janet Yellen um, once again reiterated her support as Treasury Secretary, Secretary uh, for stimulus and made the case that if they pass another stimulus, say the $1.9 trillion stimulus package, she said, unquote, I would expect that if this package is passed, that we would get back to full employment by next year. Um, and that's according to CNBC. This is excellent stuff coming out of the government right now, at least when it comes to the uh, stock market, folks, uh, because, you know, we, we like it when the country's at full empo- uh, employment, when the uh, economy is running on all cylinders. Um, and if we can get back to full employment where we were under the Trump administration, where that Trump administration got us on an economic basis, that would be excellent. Um, and it seems, you know, if another uh, stimulus is passed, the, you know, that's very possible. But at the same time, we also have to be careful that we don't fully rely on stimulus because, as we know, our government tends to get nothing done. And the likelihood, the high likelihood is, is that stimulus won't be passed any time soon. Now, to one of the major headlines of the day, no deal. No deal between Apple, Hyundai, and Kia. Um, the talks, according to sources, have either fallen apart, been muted, or you know just paused for now. In new filings by both Hyundai and Kia, um, the companies noted that they are not in talks with Apple, and that both companies uh, noted that there was interest, but nothing yet. And anything and anything currently in the works um, is very very early in development um, in that nothing is set in stone whatsoever. Uh, So that is interesting to see. Seems that talks kind of fell apart there. Um, All the while, uh, you know, I do believe that EV and autonomous entry by Apple into that market would be a good move for Apple. They have plenty of cash to do it, and they have plenty of, you know, um, plenty of technology resources to actually blow away the industry, in my opinion. Um, I truly do, and I've always thought that a Tesla-Apple partnership would be mind-blowing, but apparently Tesla is not interested, or at least not Tesla, but Apple is not interested. Did, uh, which is crazy to me. Um, that would be a huge level up, not only for Apple, but also Tesla. Uh, so definitely um, just thoughts, you know, to think about when it comes to these huge companies, uh, these revolutionary companies making big moves. Apple with no deal yet uh, between Hyundai and Kia. All of those stocks falling today on that news. In fact, I believe Apple is still down. Yeah, it's down 22 cents. So not much, basically flat, but very interesting to see. Um, so that is something to know, but we're going to get into Datadog. Um, it's a name that I haven't talked about. We dropped the breakdown at runningwiththemoney.com uh, over the weekend, uh, and you know it, it's not a bad company. So we're going to go through it and we're going to see you know what what's going on with it. Um, it is important to note that this was written over the weekend, so there was a price change in the stock. It's currently sitting at five hundred fifteen dollars per share. When we broke the stock down, it was at one fourteen ninety. Uh, so that is something to pay attention to. But taking a look at Square, um, not Square. You know, that stock is up today. But taking a look at Datadog, uh, Datadog is a major software and IT company that monitors and collects 
analytics data uh, for major companies in order to help customers increase and or help the user experience. It is important to note that the market cap on Datadog is currently $35 billion. Uh, now, taking a look at the past year, Datadog has seen significant growth due to this digital revolution that was really fast forwarded by the COVID-19 pandemic. In fact, Datadog stock rallied on their growth 151% in just the past one year alone. Um, now, Datadog's customer list is also impressive, boasting boasting names such as uh, Samsung, Sonos, Comcast, DraftKings, NASDAQ, uh, Lenovo, uh, you know, Peloton, the Washington Post, Activision, and many more major you know, companies. Um, in recent news, throughout Q3, Datadog announced a partnership with Microsoft and extended their partnership with Google, both of which will only further strengthen the company. Now, digging into the numbers, Datadog beat Q3 estimates with an EPS of $0.05, cents, better than the EPS consensus estimate of $0.01. Cent. Um, so for comparison's sake, uh, the 2019 EPS same time level was $0.00. Cents. It was nothing. It was not. It was $0.00. Uh, so the EPS did improve $0.05, cents, which, you know, is a solid improvement on a year-over-year basis. Um, you know, when it comes to speaking these small numbers. Uh, now, furthermore, uh, Datadog reported Q3 revenues of $154.7 million, representing a year-over-year revenue increase of 61%, better than the Q3 2019 revenues level of $95.9 million. So I love to see it. Um, furthermore, as for customer growth, Datadog reported strong customer numbers with customers over $100,000 in APR totaling 1,107 in Q3, a big improvement over the 727 customers over that $100,000 APR, um, you know, in just a year ago. So definitely solid growth among revenues, among EPS and among customers when it comes to customer number, when it comes to customer total, um, customer by customer. Uh, now, uh, on the downside, Datadog continued to, continued to run an operating loss with an EPS, uh, not an EPS, but a GAAP operating loss of uh, $9.3 million uh, along with a GAAP operating margin of negative 6%. Now, on the flip side, Datadog reported a non-GAAP operating income level of $13.8 million and a non-GAAP uh, operating margin of 9%. Uh, so overall, the numbers there are mixed. I would like to see an improvement. You know, not running a loss would be excellent. Uh, so that is definitely something to keep an eye on when it comes to Datadog. I'd like to see improvement when it comes to the net income operating loss uh, issues there. Now, shifting back to the positives, uh, Datadog did report solid cash flows with operating cash flow totaling $36.3 million and free cash flow totaling $28.6 million. And both of those uh, improved significantly on a year-over-year basis uh, since the 20. 19 same time levels. So I definitely love to see that. Um, and then lastly, throughout Q3, Datadog raised, uh, released eight new products and features with which significantly increased the company's offerings to customers. Overall, management was positive. Quote, we are pleased with our strong results for the third quarter, which demonstrated continued high growth at scale. CEO Oliver Pommel said. Uh, so definitely not a bad quarter out of Datadog when it comes to the growth, when it comes to furthering the company, um, when it comes to growing within their industry. Now, they also released guidance for Q4 and FY2020. 
They are expecting revenues of 162 to 164 million dollars from Q4, um, and an operating income of three to five million dollars in Q4 as well. Now, rounding out the year, management also introduced uh, the following guidance for full year 2020, uh, with the expectation that revenues will total 588 million dollars to 590 million dollars, and the operating income will total 48.5 million to 50.5 million dollars, which is excellent. You definitely love to see it. Uh, now, looking at the balance sheet, definitely a solid number. Not bad with a total debt of $568 million, total liabilities at $878 million, while the total assets are $1.814 billion and the cash and short-term investments are $1.495 billion. So solid numbers there. And then on a valuation basis, uh, Datadog, uh, you know, you know, they do trade at a premium. They definitely do. Um, you know, they trade at a price to sales of 63.16 times and price to book at 36.39 times. Uh, so definitely a premium. But uh, with these companies, I think you could pay up sometimes. And I think Datadog is one of those exceptions uh, where you're paying up more for the long-term growth and the long-term expansion of the company uh, rather than the current sitting or the current um earnings that the company is producing. Uh, now, when it comes uh, to management, they've done a solid job uh, with a return on equity of a negative 8.88%, uh, return on assets of negative 0.53%, and a return on invested capital of negative 0.63%. I've seen far worse when it comes to the uh, performance of management, um, you know, or the or you know, these numbers with return on equity and return on assets, I've definitely seen worse. Um, but these aren't bad numbers. They definitely could be improved, but they're not terrible. And I don't see them as a huge negative. Uh, now, shifting further, uh, taking a look at the analyst. Uh, at the end of the day, the mean price target is $106.30 per share. Uh, so not bad, uh, representing a negative 7.48% downside. They definitely are neutral on the name. Um, but the high price target is 125 representing a roughly 9% gain. And the low price target is $85 uh, per share, representing a 26% loss right in there. Um, so that definitely is something to pay attention to, take a look at, and keep on your mind that the analysts are currently quite neutral. Um, they're not, you know, saying bye, 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 and they're not saying sell, sell, sell. They're just kind of sitting there saying hold. Uh, so that's definitely something to pay attention to. And then uh, let's take a look. 69.17% of Datadog is owned by institutions. Uh, you know, in top holders are T. Rowe Press Associates, the Vanguard Group, and BlackRock Institutional Trust. Uh, so not bad all around there when it comes to the numbers. Overall, you know, I really do like Datadog. I think it's a solid software name uh, so far with continual growth, a solid uh, partnership list, and a growing industry. Um, you know, the industry that they're seeking to expand in is definitely expanding. Um, and, you know, the more and more companies shift onto digital platforms, the more and more they're going to need people like Datadog. So I definitely do like um, everything I'm seeing here, and I think that Data, Data Dog has a bright future. Now, taking a look at the overall market, shifting into the overall market, um, what am I seeing? Well, I'm seeing a Fang that's definitely struggling struggling today. I'm seeing an Apple that's down. I'm seeing an Amazon that's down. I'm seeing a Google down, and I'm seeing a Facebook down. Um, I think all of those are buys. Uh, buys. In fact, um, just a few days ago. I was reading an article and I actually posted today about it on my Twitter feed. Um, and it was an article on CNBC Pro. Uh, by the way, amazing service. I recommend you get it if you can afford it. 
Um, but taking a look at it, we, I was going through, and I have all of these services where I get information and articles. You should always get a ton of information constantly um, coming at you when it comes to the stock market. Uh, but there was this article, um, and it was previewing, you know, uh, Stanley Drunken Miller's comments on the market. And, you know, he pretty much noted that the market was very confusing um, and that this was probably the wildest market and most um, and hardest to interpret um, when it comes to direction that he's ever seen in his, you know, years on years of trading and investment experience. Um, but he did say at the very end, and this is what I really liked. Um, and let's see if I can find it. Yes, right here. Um, quote, if you actually look at the Amazons, the Googles and the Microsofts of the world, they are not overvalued. They are bargain names and they are currently out of favor. Drunken Miller said, if the fed continues to push the envelope in terms of friendliness, I'm not too worried about those stocks. If anything, I would think that they can keep going somewhat. So I definitely am bullish along with Drunken Miller on these names. I think that um, these FANG stocks are undervalued at the current moment. It's really been a giant recovery play over the past, I would say, four months. And these stocks have just been out of favor consistently. Um, so I definitely think uh, that you pick them up when they're on their red days. So one of my core holdings is Apple for just full disclosure. I like it. Amazon, I think I'm going to pick more up. Um, I think I'm going to get it back into Amazon. Um, I do like it. Um, so that's definitely on the watch list. Uh, Google and Facebook are tough for me, but I really do like them. I think Google is going to be very successful in the future, especially with um, the YouTube, uh, that whole entire platform. I think there's a lot of expansion that can happen. And I eventually do think that uh, platforms like YouTube put TV out of business. Streaming and YouTube are going to put the TV cable business uh, you know, out uh, eventually. But that's far down the road. We see Facebook struggling. It's, I think it's the best social media place still, um, unfortunately. I think if you were the rate... Um social media plays, I think you would go number one, Facebook, number two, Pinterest, number three, Snapchat. Um, and then, you know, number four, Twitter, in my personal opinion. Um, I think Snapchat is definitely a more communication play than a social media play, but there's definitely a social aspect that drives people to Snapchat as well. Um, so I definitely think it's one to pay attention to. Uh, so, you know, taking a look at the overall market, uh, that's what I think. I, I, I really do think that the FANG stocks are buys right now um, while the rest of the market is moving higher. Um, it's kind of just leaving these FANG stocks in the dust and they'll come back in favor. Trust me. Now, taking a look at the semis, I see Taiwan Semi, NVIDIA, um, Broadcom, AMD, Qualcomm, um, all of those names. Uh, they're slightly up. I think AMD is still a buy. Uh, I You know, that stock shouldn't be as low as it is. That stock should be over 100. It's not. Uh, it's currently in 90. I think it's a buy anywhere under 90 at 90. Definitely one to take a look at. Salesforce when it comes to the softwares. Um, I really do like Salesforce. It's flat today. Buy it. Uh, Uber, I don't know. That's a tough one for me. Um, I, I believe, you know, I'm going to break that down here. Um, I'm very interested in Uber's growth. I think they can be successful, um, but it's definitely going to be a tough path. Shopify, uh, name of the future. I think you buy Shopify if you want to play e-commerce and you're really big into that. Um, when it comes to the fintechs, I'm still a big fan of the fintech names. Uh, PayPal and Square are two of my favorites. Um, both of those soaring today, so definitely be careful when you jump in. Maybe wait for a little bit of a pullback. Maybe wait for a red day, but you never know. If you don't have any and you really want it, pick some up. Uh, and then, you know, when it comes to the autos, uh, Tesla, GM, Ford, those names, they're mixed. They're a mixed bag today. I think Tesla's a buy when it comes to EVs. I think Neo's also a very good EV buy. I think Tesla's a little better than Neo. Um, uh, Tesla definitely got all of the hard stuff out of the way when it comes to the scaling of the company, when it comes to scaling manufacturing, um, when it comes to the technology. Um, they're definitely way ahead of the game. But I definitely do think that uh, Neo 
could, uh, you know, be right behind them. So my number one would be Tesla. Number two would be uh, uh, Neo. And number three would probably be GM, Ford, fourth, because we really haven't seen much out of Ford um, when it comes to EVs besides, you know, their investment numbers uh, and a uh, few models that honestly have not entirely impressed when it comes to the statistics um, and the performance out of them. But that is something to know. Uh, ABV down 2% today. I really do like it. You always want to have some healthcare stocks in your portfolio. Most of them are flat today. So definitely a good day to go shopping on the healthcare side of things. Um, two of my favorites are ABV and Bristol Myers. Um, I really do like both of them. Uh, when it comes to the banks, not bad, uh, you know, today at least. Um, if you take a look at the past few weeks, they've also done quite well. Uh, Wells Fargo is one of my favorite comeback plays uh, within the banks. I always look for these comeback plays. These come Companies like, you know, whether they had a scandal, uh, you know, a year or two ago and they struggled and now their stock's on the way back and their company's on the way back or, you know, they've just lagged the industry and now they're making a lot of big investments and the company's turning around. Wells Fargo fits the bill um, for a comeback play when it comes to the financials. And I definitely do think that they're going to come back uh, currently up 2%. Um, there is a long-term support right up around 34, 35. I mean, not support, resistance right around 34, 35. Um, and if it breaks up through that, you could see a lot more upside. So I do like Wells Fargo. Um, full disclaimer, I own it. Uh, JP Morgan and Goldman Sachs are two of my favorites as well. Both are up slightly today, roughly 1.5% each. Um, so I definitely do like each of those. Definitely two to take a look at if you want bank exposure. Uh, and then, you know, we have to dig in to the aerospace uh, industry, the aerospace sector, aero and defense. Um, that, that space has just not been doing amazing. And if we take a look, we see Boeing up a percent today at 210. I think it's a buy. Um, it looks like it's finally starting to turn around after, you know, just a very long time of pulling back, pulling back, pulling back. Well, I think it's a buy. Uh, 210, buy. Uh, Raytheon Technologies currently at, you know, 72 uh, RTX. Um, I definitely do think that's a buy as well. And Lockheed Martin at 336 is all kind of flat today. Uh, you know, it's a mixed bag. You got Raytheon flat. You got Lockheed flat. You got Boeing up a percent um and then the rest are all red or green um you know not by much uh pretty much flat in the aero sector uh i really do like a lot of those names i think you know the aero sector is going to come back i think air travel is going to come back and i don't think you have much to worry about it is definitely going to take time uh but that's not a bad thing uh and it could be a long-term uh recovery play uh for you that really has not been touched yet um honeywell and general electric both of those names running taking a look um ge up uh, darn near a percent, $11.51. If you bought that last week, uh, around $10.50, good move. Um, but I do like General Electric. Also, uh, Honeywell is not a bad one as well. They're getting into some cloud stuff, some software stuff. Um, I definitely do like that. Uh, 203 per share. Man, that is quite high, but I think it can continue to move higher. Also, GE and Honeywell are pr pretty darn, well, I would say really directly related to Boeing. Um, they get a lot of business from Boeing, uh, so definitely something to pay attention to with that relationship. If Boeing does well, the likelihood is that Honeywell and GE are going to do well, especially GE. Uh, so uh, I do like that. Uh, and then overall, just taking a look at the overall market, um, I just see a lot of you know red spots that you can pick up, and I see a lot of green um, that you uh, you might want to wait on for a pullback. You know, I really do like Walmart right here. Um, even though it's green, I like it. Target, I like. Costco, I like. I think all three of those are buys. Um, Home Depot is a solid name, a lot better than Lowe's in my opinion. I think you buy Home Depot if you want in that space. Um, Starbucks is down the day. I really like that stock down in the mid 90s. Uh, so if you got in last week in the mid 90s, excellent move. Um, but I really don't like it much over 100 at its current currently. Um, I do think 
eventually um, it stays steadily above 100. But right now, you know, if we got a correction in the market, that thing would be under 100 in a flash, um, in my opinion. Uh, so it's definitely something to pay attention to. But, uh, you know, last week, if you picked it up at 97 bucks a share, congrats. Um, we'll see if it can push higher past its highs. I really don't think it will. Um, taking a look at the rest, uh, SECLTD, my oh my, that stock continues to move higher. Um, that's definitely one to pay attention to. New 52 week high of the day, 264. If that pulls back any picks them up, I think it's a great play, um, especially for the emerging markets. It's a solid emerging markets tech play. So I really do like it. Um, but that is going to be the show. Thank you all for listening. Um, and, you know, check out runningwithmoney.com. Check out Passive. Uh, we did an interview with them two weeks ago, I believe now. Uh, definitely a solid investment platform. And also check out, uh, there's an options course linked below. Go check it out. It is by, um, you know, an options trader with over 20 years of experience. Go check it out. Um, and it's relatively cheap compared to, you know, those $2,000 courses out there. Um, that honestly, I don't think teach you much, uh, compared to this excellent course in the link of the podcast. Uh, so definitely go check it out. Um, but you know, just some solid resources for you to use to uh, further your investments and further your investment knowledge. Uh, also, check out runningwithmoney.com for the latest breakdowns, uh, for our top picks, um, and for our latest analysis on the markets. Uh, thank you all for listening. If you have any questions um, when it comes to investments, uh, go on Twitter and tweet me uh, or comment on any of my Twitter posts. Um, I'm constantly on Twitter giving market commentary, and I love to hear what you have to say. So definitely do comment. Um, plus, definitely ask your questions and I will try to get to all of them as quick um, and as efficiently as possible. Thank you all for listening. This was another successful episode, and I will see you here uh, on another episode Wednesday. Eastly Profit Trade On. See you then.